0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns It's here with Sully and Jones. And we got another good week for you. And for the first time in a long time, we're going to talk some NBA because trade rumors swirling. We have James Harden turning down a $50 million uh, (laughs) extension. Not extension, but turning down $50 million to stay with the Rockets. He wants out of Houston uh russell westbrook looks like he's going to be out of houston the bucks are making moves celtics are trying to make some moves what do you guys think is going to go on here let's start with harden i mean that's the, that's the news
1: everyone wants to yeah hear i mean so let's start right there i, I don't want to brag but we've been talking about the rockets need to trade harden and westbrook for about a year on this podcast ever since russ about got sure. got there
0: I don't know when did we start this podcast. Um, in in February twenty seventeen, I think we started talking about it then.
1: Yeah. Um. (laughs) Yeah. The has been there. Yeah, literally since Russ the day Russ arrived. Um, you know they're Houston's in a real shitty situation. They have no assets besides Westbrook and Harden, um, and they got to be able to have a future. And to do that, you got to trade both of them, and they got to get a haul. Uh, you know we. It seems like Brooklyn. Is the most likely landing spot for Harden right now, um, and we've heard you know there've been stuff flying around, reports flying around all day about the the Nets are now throwing the kitchen sink at Harden, which you know future picks, pick swaps, Lavert, Dinwiddie. I can't help but hear that and instantly think about the Celtics trade. I mean, this is exactly yes. exactly what they did. Yes, they traded. For, I mean, obviously they got Pearson Garnett. And I don't think either of those guys were the quality of player at that time that Harden was now. But that being said, you make a move like that. I mean, you're you're talking about sacrificing picks beyond the time that Durant and Kyrie could be there. You know, we don't know if Di- Kyrie and Durant are going to sign again in Brooklyn in t- three years, two or three years. And then what you're giving away four to six years of picks or pick swaps. You know that's plus your your two best players outside of uh, Kyrie and Durant to get a guy that is gonna be 32 and yes one of the best scorers in the league right now and could be you know top 20 scorer all time but it, it we don't know how that's gonna fit you know and it didn't work out the last time and the Nets were in perpetuity for a decade they were a joke.
0: And I'm seeing yeah. that uh, KD wants Harden, but Kyrie apparently yeah, does that's not. the other. And one. I mean, trouble in paradise
1: already. Shocker. Yeah.
2: shocker, yeah, Kyrie doesn't agree with Kevin Durant. What a shocker! We're, yeah, I mean, the guy that thought thinks the world is flat, and now is a, now feel sorry that he's affecting science classes and making it harder for science teachers to teach. He has a problem with Harden coming in because he knows he's not going to work with Harden. He knows Kevin Durant and Kyrie, there's an avenue for it to work because Kevin Durant learned he can play. Kevin Durant can be a team player, say what you want about him. He can win championships with the ball, without the ball. He knows when to take over. Kyrie's the issue. If you bring Harden into the, into the mix, Harden didn't work with Chris Paul, one of the, the most unselfish players in the league. Harden didn't work with Russ. Shocker. Harden and Kyrie, zero chance. It's not going to work. And you're going to have to get rid of Allen, Levert, and either Dinwiddie or Harrison picks, I'd assume.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: and yeah, you're right, Dave. It's very reminiscent of the trade that did them in years ago. And granted, these players are younger and more talented, I think. More in their prime than the older big three of
1: Pierce, Garnett. Um, yeah, absolutely. And But, but it's still, it's still uh, I mean... And the Nets didn't like, give up anything player-wise that was too valuable. I think they gave up Jason Terry, uh, Gerald Wallace, and maybe one other Wallace, yep. uh, ancillary pieces that didn't matter much. Um, but yeah, it was, it was the picks. It was essentially six years of picks with three. Yeah. And you know, if they if they even do four years plus these guys, you know, y- you have to assume it's at least two outright first-round picks. And so that's your 2020, well, it's your 2020 and 2022 or 2021 and 2023 draft picks. Plus, you're probably throwing in at least one swap. So the middle year, the sandwich year of that is going in there too as a swap. You know, and that it, they might not use it. You know, it, it, you might say, oh, well, I'm, um, you know, he, he, they very well could have a better record than Houston, which is likely, you know. That's the that's the point of a swap when you make that when you include it in a trade you you're hoping that it's not exercised because the trade you made made your team better um, but yeah I mean it, it's it's there's a lot of potential for it to go really bad um, it just it opens up it, like with with Kyrie and KD now like you're you're already a contender I don't think you're good enough to win it but you're a contender and maybe it doesn't you don't need to make a move this drastic to become to really have a chance at getting a title. It's obviously going to f- depend on how well Kyrie and Katie play together. It's also going to depend on what Kevin Durant looks like. I don't think we can expect a hundred percent Kevin Durant this year. S- I've heard he looks fantastic from some. I'm sure, insiders. you know,
2: well, you they know, said he looks better than, than his last year. And I mean, I, I that hope
1: was- that's the case, but I've seen way too many hoodie mellow videos to believe it. You know, when I'll, I'll believe it when I see it on the court yeah. in, in a game. Um, and For him to take a a step back this year is expected. It wouldn't be a surprise, and I don't think it would be a knock on Durant. He's getting older, and he's coming off the worst basketball injury you can have. So it it would be a shocker to me if he does not see a little bit of a downturn. That's not to say the following year he can't become the Kevin Durant he was last year, two years ago. He's 32. He's 31, I believe. Not um, I'll double check right now, but I believe he's 31. Um, I know Harden. It, it definitely
2: 31. it definitely can work. The way I see it right now is, they have great young pieces. He is if 32.
1: This, he just turned 32 30, about yeah. six weeks yeah. ago, September If This 29th. doesn't
2: work right now. I think you can still you can still pivot. You still have all your young assets. You still have your picks. You can get out of this. You can trade Kyrie. You can do something. If you go all in. This is going all in for Harden. You're done. You lose your picks. You lose your young assets. Um, You lose all your flexibility. They need to to get creative if it comes money-wise. Mid-level exception, veteran minimum, things like this to build your team around. And obviously sign some quality players, but they have so many good role players right now. Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, um, Jordan's still a good role player, Jared Allen, and LaVert is a potential star in the making. Um, We'll see how he plays... You saw Levert play so much better when the other, when Kyrie wasn't there. So I, I don't think you'll be seeing the Levert of of the bubble because it was his team and he took over. But maybe he's more confident. But I don't know. He may take a be, a back seat
1: now. Yeah, and who and knows got, what he is as, as the fourth option? You know, yeah. If he's if he's, got the, if he's, he's there. there, but I mean, he's I don't. There's the no control. way they. There's no way the Nets make a deal for a star and Levert doesn't get included in that. Yeah,
2: deal. Yeah. There's no way.
1: There's yeah. no
2: way. Um, I. I think they need to sit put and just get creative with who they sign. I mean, I think you I, could you could make a trade for someone and and you give up a couple assets. Maybe maybe it's not a Harden, but um, less is more. Don't don't try and get too cute with it. Yeah, wh- I mean, and, and and Durant doesn't care. What is he going to care about the team's future in five years with these draft picks? He wants Harden there. He wants the talent. That's his boy. They they worked together on OKC. Um, it, it worked for. I mean. Considering how young they were, I'd say it worked. Even though they didn't win it, um, he's not going to care about the ramifications five, ten years down the line when he's out of the league. So he's looking out for. He wants the most talent on the team, and that's where he's coming through. And Kyrie's like, uh, "Hell no, it's not going to work because we're two of the same. Me and me and me and Harden. We're ISO players who need the ball, and." Uh, we we pass but we don't like to pass
1: yeah we pass out of double teams yeah i one thing i've noticed is you you got to give it to really lebron and golden state because you don't see any of these other teams bringing in these veterans on cheap deals or guys taking less money to come play have the opportunity to play with them you see it with lebron all the time he's done, it's happened his whole career since since he went left to miami He's getting veterans at on cheap deals on veteran minimums, you know, from Shane Battier to Mike Miller, back in Cleveland. You and then know, they'll
2: get paid. They'll get paid after, like Rondo's doing now. Exactly. You might go to the Clippers and get paid. It's exactly. Smart. You get your ring. You get you. You know, you see. Oh, that guy's playing really well in the playoffs. We'll give him a good contract, maybe more than he's worth.
1: Yeah, he's, and, he's
2: got players. Not he doesn't make every player better. He I, I don't. There's players that have looked terrible with him. Um, whether it's Schumpert, Schumpert wasn't very good, but whether it's like a Jordan um, Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson, that's, that's the one he really took a, he, he wasn't good with LeBron for whatever reason,
1: even Larry Nance,
2: Larry Nance, but for the most part, he puts players in good positions to succeed with his ability to drive and give them open looks for the most part. Yeah,
1: But you, you don't see that with any of the other stars in the league. You know, uh, not that you, they've really had the chance. I guess, I guess you maybe could see it a little bit with the, uh, Kawhi and and PG in in the with the Clippers this year. You know, the rumors of Rondo wanted to go there. Yeah. Um, and and it makes sense. You know, well run organization now, desirable owner, desirable location, two top fifteen players. You know, it's I get it, but you don't see, you've never seen it with Harden, you never seen it with Russ, well, never yeah, seen it with Kyrie.
2: Battier mm. did it with the heat. Yeah. Um but I'm pretty sure Ray, Ray, Ray Allen didn't take as much as he could have. Um who there were some other other players too trying to think of
1: um I mean then with the David Warriors you have the whole you know the, the uh JaVale McGee. He's done it a few times with LeBron and the Warriors. Andrew Bogut, um Yeah. Uh who who's the other guy? Uh David West was great for them. Most space. David Spates. West.
2: Most beats. Yeah. Leandro Barbosa.
1: Yeah. All these guys uh, that you don't think about but are really high IQ guys, high, good fundamentals, and they play hard, they know how to win, uh, veterans in this league, and you just don't see that with anyone outside of the Warriors and LeBron the last 10 years that are they're, really... They're
2: willing to sacrifice minutes for a championship and a potential contract.
1: Yeah. And it's a smart move, yeah. like you said. But, uh, yeah, it's smart. That's what Brooklyn needs to do, and I just don't think they have yeah. the... I don't think they have the power to do this that is a, right now. This
2: is a new position for all of them. This is a new position for Steve Nash. This is a new position for the GM. Now they're they're not the up and coming good story. Oh, they won forty games. They won forty two games. They're the seventh seed. Good for them. Pat on the back. They played really well against Toronto. You get a cookie. Like you yeah. played you played you played good. You played much better in certain games than you could. You didn't win any games, but you did you did well that series with no one.
0: But and now, now, it's you're winning time.
2: now you're the dog. Now you're the dog, and now they're saying, "Oh, we got to act." You, you you develop players. The Nets are good at developing players. Further, continue to develop your players. Make smart moves. But are they anymore?
1: That whole what? staff is gone. Are they are they good at developing players anymore? We don't know.
2: I don't know, but they have some players that have o- already developed nicely. Whether it's Lavert, they have some talent that they've developed. Joe Harris. Oh, absolutely! Uh,
1: but that talent's about to get shipped out if they if they make this no, deal. But, um,
2: yeah, but um. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with Harden. The stall.
1: I mean, now, Uh, and the Nets aren't the only team. That's the only we just talked about the Nets, but I mean, there's rumors of the Celtics doing a uh, trying to do a sign and trade of some sort, maybe with Gordon Hayward involved. I don't see that happening. The Sixers. That would be fucking crazy. The The Sixers have been talked about. I mean, how, you, how are you going to accept the net? I don't
2: even know if that would— I mean, I, I don't even know if it'd work. I, I don't know if it would. I I tend to think it wouldn't.
1: If you're— Sacrificing
2: it, a lot of defense for a lot of iso, and I want the ball in Tatum and Brown's hands, and Kemba, I don't want—I don't think it would work with Kemba there, honestly. And then Hayward, ke- like, you're paying all these players so much money, and, like, now it's going to be in Harden's hands, and I don't think it would work for me. And the, the defense you'd be losing with Smart, it's not a pick— It's not— not my cup of tea.
1: Yeah, I mean and now I mean there's even rumblings that Kemba might be traded now. I um, mean the NBA's going wild today. I just saw I just saw another another No one's safe. The I Chicago, mean, I know, I've heard rumors. The Chicago Bulls have the Chicago thirty six minutes ago for Nesson. The Celtics are reportedly frantically looking to trade Gordon Hayward and Kemba Walker in hopes that it will help them land James Harden. Two hours ago, Kevin O'Connor's of the Chicago Bulls have reached out to the Boston Celtics about a potential Kemba Walker trade. For who? Don't know.
0: Who? Who the fuck are the Bulls gonna get? There are also the
1: reports that the Knicks could have, be the Knicks could be have, a third team. The Knicks could be a third team to facilitate. In a Walker trade, with all of their cap space to take on Walker and another bad contract or another another you know it's bigger contract at this
2: point, it's a lot of rumors. Yeah, and, but things are happening quickly. Um, like last night when the Drew, Twitter was set on fire by who did we have? We had the Drew Bledsoe and uh, George Hill trade for um. I'm blanking. Who? Oh, oh um, I can't think of the guy's name.
0: Yeah, the, are you so, talking about Drew Holiday and Bogdanovic? Yeah, Donovan?
2: Drew Holiday. It's been a you long. You said Drew, day. Drew you Holliday. said Drew Bledsoe. I was yeah. like the quarterback. Um. Yeah. Oh my the, God, the, I said the, Drew Bledsoe. That's what <laughs> – Yeah. So they got they got Drew Holiday, and you know we we thought that was a big upgrade for them, and then they got rid of so many picks in the process.
1: Yeah. I, so the rumors around today were that that the like don't be surprised if Giannis signs that max deal in the next like. Couple weeks with I Milwaukee. I saw that, that
2: they they had confirmation or near confirmation that that he's going to do that. I don't think that's going to happen though.
1: I yeah, don't think I don't. I, make- to me, either I'm fifty 50-50, Neither would surprise me at this point because there is some logic behind that. Like you you mortgage your entire future. You can't do that unless you're going to be picking in the twenties every year for the next five years, which is what would happen if they kept Giannis. I in just town.
2: I, I don't. I just don't know why. If you're Giannis, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a little more money. Not that money's a concern, but I, I don't know why you would. I, I, just don't know why you would do that right now. If you're Giannis, you'd rather. If I'm him, I'd rather have a little more flexibility rather than a little more, you know, make a little more money per year.
1: Yeah, I mean it's fair. Um, yeah, so the Boston Celtics reportedly wanted Drew Holiday. Quote: Danny Ainge was throwing Kemba Walker at everybody trying to get the picks for Drew Holiday. So Self-
2: well, Kemba is not going to like that. I, I after hearing that, I'd be surprised if Kemba Walker's on the opening day roster because if you're Kemba, I mean Kemba comes, he's good vibes. He's the complete opposite of Kyrie. He's unselfish. He plays hurt. He plays banged up. Something Kyrie doesn't do. He's always saying the right things. Kemba is a breath of fresh air. As much as I don't think they need Kemba because of the emergence of their young young wings, um, Kemba does everything right. You yeah. want from a teammate, and now he's here, and he's gonna get shipped. I'd be fucking pissed if I was Kemba.
1: Yeah, I would too. Especially after choosing, baddest, but... after choosing to go there, like yeah, I, I he would... signed
2: a four-year deal. Four-year deal. Like, he turned three-year. down
1: Mad Money to go to the Celtics. Yeah. Um. And yeah. yeah. Now yeah. another report: Celtics and Nets now battling for Harden. Knicks could help Boston and take Kemba if they have interest and provide one of the Dallas picks in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty three to get the deal done. So the Knicks would take Kemba. And probably another not so desirable contract in exchange for one of those Dallas picks, which then Boston would turn around and trade to the Rockets for Harden. But I would assume it would be probably a three team trade rather than waiting, you know, making the deal with the Knicks and then flipping it like hoping it gets flipped right away, you know, because then there's always that room for error if you do it in two separate deals
0: there's i mean there's a chance this gets done tomorrow
1: yeah i mean the shit's been flying out of, out of nowhere you know um where do you guys where do you guys see um like
2: westbrook going i, I could they are talking s- the wizards yeah they're the wizards john wall for
1: russ that's that's the they just like a half an hour ago shams tweeted that, that that's, that's happening. like
0: that's like the bad vibes trade how does that help effort. the rockets
1: I, it gets rid of Russ. Uh, yeah, it gets rid of Russ, and uh, <laughs> Wait, now I mean you're
2: taking on an equally bad contract, maybe even worse.
1: Yeah, you have to assume uh, we don't know. Wall's coming you're off the yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you're getting picks, but Wall's coming off the Achilles too. But I mean, both healthy. I'm, I know, I'm that's... taking, I'm taking John Wall every day of the week over Russell Westbrook today. But we don't know yeah, what healthy I, I mean, he is.
2: I, I don't know with that Achilles though. I mean, his explosiveness was his best trait. I'm sure he's still got it to a degree, but I'm sure he's regressed.
1: Of course, yeah. And he's,
2: what, he's like 32. Yeah. Um, It doesn't make a ton of sense. I, I've heard rumblings that Jordan wants him in Charlotte, and it would be kind of funny to see Russ in there because he'd probably average a triple-double, and he'd probably be like, "He's the best player we've ever seen again, and they'd win like 38 games.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you. I don't know if he'd get the 10 assists. Uh, you know, they don't have too many players that can hit shots off his passes.
2: Yeah, but he he would—he'd put up stupid numbers. Yeah, I mean uh, he would be
1: taking 47 shots a night, like no doubt.
2: Yeah, you.
1: Yeah, I don't. But then I I mean, you're probably you're probably taking the Rozier. Go to
2: a team that's not good. Yeah, I mean, not a title. Go
1: go away. I'm just, yeah, just don't send him to the Knicks. That's all I don't. No,
2: I don't think he'll go to the Knicks. And then Bajan joined the. joined the Bucks. So now they have a really nice starting lineup.
1: Yeah, their starting lineup is is top tier. Uh, but they they've got you're right. Last night they've got a lot of depth to fill out. Uh, there's a lot of holes, especially. Bajan
2: helped. Bogdan helped though. Bajan was big because he's a he's a shot maker.
1: Yeah, I mean they have they have five uh, four guys in their starting lineup that can create their own shot now. And yeah, Lo, so they, got, they got Lopez, Bajin, is...
2: Chris, Chris, and um. And Drew and and Drew, yeah, they do. And everyone but Brook, and they
1: and Brooks like and exactly a, what you want in a center these days. You know, he can protect yeah. the rim and he can hit a three.
2: Yeah, you you got you got Bogdan and Drew, three point shooters now, which was a big weakness for them, because you know you had like an old Kyle Korver who's a liability defensively. You had guys like a um, you know, you just had you had inconsistent shooters, Sova, uh, Connington. You know, guys, they're just kind of. Heat were like, meh. We'll double Giannis, and if we get a contest up, fine. But you know, I, I, I right now I think the Bucks are the favorite to come out of the East again. I think they are a realistic favorite, not just the favorite every year. They're the favorite, but they're the realistic favorite over the Heat, over the Celtics, as of currently stands.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, but there's a lot, a lot to go left. I You know, this this free agent class isn't. Massive or isn't really great at the top, but there's a lot of depth available in this class. Uh, so I I think a lot of the top top teams are really going to fill out their rosters nicely as the as the off season goes on. Um, and then of course we got the the fucking draft on Wednesday. You know that's yeah that's a whole other thing, and it, it, that could play a huge part in uh, trades. You know Wait, the drafts tomorrow or Thursday? Tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday for whenever you folks are listening.
0: Um, uh, Dave, I see an interesting, um, proposal here. I'm not sure who wrote this, um, but it's a screenshot of some article that says Boston would receive, uh, James Harden and PJ Tucker. The Knicks would receive Russell Westbrook and the Rockets would receive Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Kevin Knox, Julius Randle, Bobby Portis, and the number 14, 26 and 30 overall picks. In the 2022
2: draft. Mm. Oh, that makes my head hurt.
1: Yeah, that so, makes my head hurt. So too. the Knicks, the Knicks wouldn't be giving up any draft picks, but we have to take on Russell Westbrook, and we have, but we do get to give up Julius Randle. But Randall's an expiring contract, you know.
2: And Kevin, I not. think I'm good on that. If I'm, I think I'm good on that.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm all set on that. If I'm the Knicks, I mean, yeah. The thing is, like. People ask me, like, what I what I would give up for Russell Westbrook realistically, and my answer is nothing. Because if Russell Westbrook was a free agent this year, I would not sign him to a three-year, $138 million contract, which is what he's got left on his deal. So, yeah. if I wouldn't sign him as a free agent at that number, why the hell would I give up anything? Like, oh, yo, you wouldn't give up a second-round pick for him? Like, no. Why would, I, why would I give up anything if I wouldn't sign him for nothing? Makes right. no sense.
0: Obviously, I like that deal because, I mean... You lose Jalen and Hayward,
1: but you get Harden and P.J. Tucker. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, that's... That, that's, that's that would, would
0: obviously be ideal for me. <laughs>
1: and I think that's a deal Houston would love to make, too. I think oh, yeah. I think the Knicks are the only ones that lose that deal. I think the Knicks yeah. got it the worst, you know? And Houston gets a couple of draft picks, too. They're not fantastic yeah. draft picks, but... I mean, you know... Nick, the Knicks are basically there to facilitate with the filler contracts because they've got all those guys on team options. So... The Knicks can either, I mean, obviously they've declined all the options. The Knicks have the most salary cap in the NBA. If they don't, then they have almost no salary cap. You know, they've got like $3 million or, you know, fucking $60 million. It's, yeah. it's all depending on their their yeah. what they do with the team options. And that's, you know, the, credit to the last organization or the last, you know, front office for signing those deals and giving that flexibility. But uh, it does get, provide the Knicks the ability to be a third team in a trade and pick up an extra asset or so um with those guys but i don't i don't want anything to do with russell westbrook on my on my basketball team it, we're gonna be you know it's we're praying for the seven seed or the eight seed with him and then he leaves and great you know no one wants to play with him no one i don't see very many positives that come out of bringing him in, yeah. into town yeah
0: Definitely not. what do um let's talk about the draft real quick what do you guys think's gonna happen you think uh you think Anthony Edwards ends up going first? Do you think the the Timberwolves just change pace and just grab LaMelo? What do we think happens?
1: I think I think it'd be pretty tough to sell a LaMelo drafting to D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns, who are both free agents next year. Um, and are there are already rumblings that they want out. So I think they take Edwards, and then I think – the potential for fireworks starts at two with the Warriors. Um, I yeah. think I think we could see I think we could see three, four, five trades in the top ten tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I think it's that at that out in the open. I think a mo- any mock draft is useless right now. Um, you know, w- with so many, this is the effects of having the best free agent class ever next year. Is you have all of these stars on expiring deals and all of these secondary tier B guys, tier two guys on. On expiring deals too um and you can just you know there's no real long-term commitment so you can kind of use this to re- this season to rework through trades and set yourself up with either more assets and take on contracts or to get to unload some contracts and be prepared for 2021 free agency uh so there's a lot there's so many moving parts while free agency won't be a big thing there's going to be a lot of moving parts trade-wise um, and especially with this draft being, you know, not fantastic talent wise, um, it, there's a lot, there's a lot of question marks and a lot of people are, yeah. there are teams that there've been reports of teams that want to just trade out of the lottery and hope to get That's another, do. another would, pick I mean, next year. Keep,
0: does, I mean, the Celtics have 14, 26 and 30.
1: Yeah. Like, I would be well, I would stunned if all they, those in,
0: there's no way they keep all those.
1: Yeah. I would be absolutely stunned if they don't, if I'd be shocked if two of those picks end up on the Celtics roster next year. Maybe 14? Yeah, I don't want any part of
2: this draft. I don't want any part of it. I mean, the players at the top are intriguing Edwards, Wiseman, uh, Lamello, and Obi, obviously, Obi top, and they're, they're all intriguing, but even the top analysts are like, there may not be a single star out of this entire draft. Uh, like, one of the worst in the past 20 years. So. Um, if I'm a top pick, I'm trading out for, for proven players, young players, players that can help me win. If I'm a championship, whether, uh, contender, whether, what did the, what did the, um, the Lakers just do? They traded what the 28th or 29th pick for, for, um, Dennis Schroeder. That was a very underrated move.
1: Yeah. Great. Schroeder
2: having one of the best years of his career, efficiency wise, 19 a game. Um, the 28th pick for, that's a steal. I mean... I don't even know how they got that. I mean, like, the end of the first-round pick for Dennis Schroeder, I get he's not a good defender, but sign me the fuck up.
1: Wow, so CBS just released this article on War... Sorry to go back, but Harden to the Warriors. And I didn't even realize that the Warriors own Minnesota's 2021 first-round pick. That could be a top-five pick.
2: Yeah, it'll yeah. it'll be definitely a top-five So they pick. have...
1: I mean, you have the number two pick this year and a potential top five guaranteed lottery pick next year. Mm -hmm. You're, you're already ahead of anything the Nets or any other team can offer draft capital wise, you know, with the exception of maybe the Knicks, but the Knicks aren't going to offer their number eight and next year's pick as well. I don't see them doing that. The Warriors will have no problem doing that because they're built to win now and they want to win in the next, they want to get as many titles as they can in the next four years. Um, and then they'd use Wiggins to make the money work. It's an interesting, yeah. interesting jump off point, but, um, yeah. yeah, that, but yeah, back to the draft that I, I, I think it's going to be, I'm hoping for fireworks, uh, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love a good, I love a bunch of trades happening in one day, a bunch of Woj bombs, Shams throwing stuff out. You gotta love yeah. that. Last night, um, you
1: thought we were going to bed. Just kidding. Yeah. Nope. Sorry
0: um let's let's move on to our nfl picks for the week um recap last week real quick we got uh sully went four and one nice job there sully you even hit on your total took the over and you won that's always good to see uh jones went two and three and i unfortunately went oh four and one had that really bad beat um on my only look to be winner um with the bills plus two that was um, tough on Unfortunately, mine first now? Uh, no, you're still in last. Oh, no, Dave's in last. Sorry. Uh, Jones is 22-27-1. You're 24-26, and 26, and
1: I'm 24-25-1. So I'm a half a game back. Yeah. Wow. It's tightening yeah. up. I need to big get swing. on the comeback train. I, yeah, Jones
0: had that big lead, and he's just had some tough weeks. But no better week to have a good week than this one. Um, yeah. I'll uh, – I'll I'll kick it off. I got mine ready here. I am taking the Thursday night game. I'm taking a team that desperately needs a win against a team that's been playing pretty well. Kind of feels a little bit trappish to me, but we're taking the Seahawks minus three at home on Thursday night. Um, They need a win. They haven't looked great, uh, but I think they'll get it done here and cover three points. uh, If not, at least a push. Um, Then I am taking a dog. I am taking the Jags plus 10 against the Steelers. Steelers, uh, Steelers are hot. I mean, Steelers haven't been beat yet. I don't know that they'll get beat, but we just saw the Jags test the Packers this past weekend, who is one of the NFC's best teams. Uh, so I'm taking 10 points for sure in that Steelers game. Uh, I think that'll be a close one. Maybe a Jags win. The Steelers, Steelers got to lose at some point, right? Um, and then I'm taking, coming off the bye, I'm taking the Chiefs minus six and a half on Sunday night. Uh, report came out this week. They were pretty pissed off about the Raiders supposedly taking a victory lap um, around the facility after they beat the Chiefs on the road uh, earlier in the year. So I'm taking the Chiefs. I would take the Chiefs by minus 13 and a half in this one. I think they're going to go out there and shit stomp the Raiders. Uh, and then I'm taking a team who's hot right now. Surgeon in the NFC. They just won on Monday night. Uh, uh, Kind of a big number, but I don't hate it. I'm taking the Vikings minus seven and a half against the Cowboys. Um, I think that should be a pretty good one. Again, the number is kind of big, but Cowboys are one in eight or one in nine against the spread at this point. Uh, So I am going to ride that. And then I am taking the over in what is most definitely, in my opinion, a trap game. Um, the Texans Patriots game, the line is two and a half. Patriots are favored on the road. Don't really buy that. I think the, uh, the bookmakers are taking the hype after that Ravens win. And a lot of people who bet on the Patriots are going to lose some money. But I'm going to take the over 48 points in that game. Uh, Texans had a really down week, tough weather game in Cleveland. I think there was 17 points scored in that game. It was a 10-7 final. Uh, Patriots put up some points in some really really bad weather uh in Foxborough on Sunday night. So I think 48'll hit easy in that one. I'm um, taking over.
2: Nice. Like it. I got a lot of similar picks, Tom. I got Seattle minus 3. Cardinals are going to come back to life. Uh Seattle's due two losses in a row. Uh, a little concerning, but Seattle should win. I think I think a lot of people are going to be on the Cardinals too based on the game they when they beat them the first time. Um, I also like the, well, Chiefs minus six and a half. Love that. Off a bye. Um, everything you said. Chiefs are the better team. They're going to go up big, I think. Um, third game I like is, I think a lot of people, um, this is a game a lot of people are going to get fall for. I think the public will be on green Bay. I'm going to take Colts minus two and a half. The Colts are such a non-sexy team. People hate Rivers. People think he sucks. He's not very good at all, but... Um, their defensive special teams is top two or three in the league. Give me the Colts minus two and a half in a game that I'd normally take the Packers early in the year. I think this is a trap game. I think everyone's going to go on Packers. I'll take Colts. Maybe Jones will say I'm take the Packers. Let's see. Um, that's three.
1: <laughs> um, my
2: fourth one is, oh, this might be a trap, and I might fall for it, but this is one I'm okay with falling in. Um, Dolphins minus three against the Broncos. I at that. It doesn't make sense. The, the 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 Dolphins are blowing out everyone. They're blowing out everyone. They're there's Colin Coward's talking about them as top four team. I don't know about that. They're definitely a top ten team, I think, right now. Defense is electric. Some kid a med, you know, had like eighty yards and a touchdown. Doesn't they have no Breda, no Gaskin. They should get Breeda back this week. It doesn't matter who they put in, their line's playing well. Um you know, even the big names, Parker Gasecki, they're not even a big. I mean, two is running. He's showing mobility. The defense is playing outstanding. Two of the best corners in the league. Um, give me that. Then the over under. I also really like. Um, I'm going back to the under. Packers, Colts, 51. I really like the under in that. I think the Colts have a very, very good defense. Run against the run, against the pass. I think Rodgers will struggle, um, especially on the road. I think they're going to take Devontae Adams away. I think it's going to be a lot of double teams. Lazard may be back, and they activated him off the IR. But a 28-24 game would give you 52. I, I don't see it going higher than 28-24. I, I, I really like the under there. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking like a 23-20, 17-21 game. I think well under. Those are my picks.
1: So I actually agree with you on a couple. I agree with you guys on a lot. Um, I also have the Seahawks minus three. I also have the Chiefs minus six and a half. And I actually also agree on Sully's over under Packers Colts. Packers Colts under what is it, fifty one and a half or fifty yeah,
2: one? Yeah, fifty-one.
1: Wow. Um, yeah. I think it's my first under of the year I'm taking, but I agree. I think it is. Um the I think people are gonna I think it's a little overvalued. The, because the Colts have been playing so much better offensively the second half of the year. I think they're averaging like 30 and a half points the last like five weeks or something like that. Um, but I think, you know, the the Packers' pass defense is, is fantastic. Jonathan Taylor's been struggling. Uh, and the Colts in, on the ground in general have been struggling. Um, so, and that's kind of the one weakness on the Packers' defense. Um, but outside of that, so then why I gave three. Two spreads, and and yeah, uh, you had Seattle
0: and the Chiefs.
1: Seattle and the yeah, Chiefs. Okay, two more. Um, my other one, my uh, my, another spread is Bucks minus three and a half on Monday Night Football. Um, Jared Goff is when he runs into really good defenses, that offense struggles and he struggles. Uh, I, I think it's a real good bounce back spot for the Bucks. I mean, I know they just came off killing somebody, but, um. You know, I think it is really a time for them to plant their flag in the NFC. Uh, so uh, going home, I'll take the Bucks three and a half. I'll even take the hook. I'm fine with it. I think it's going to be... I like that, too. I, think I do like that, too. The Rams
2: are a totally different team on the road.
1: Yeah, I think it's yeah. a t- 10 to 14 point win for the Bucks. That's a, that's a game I'll probably take, too. Um, and lastly, I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons. Getting five... Ooh, I was looking
0: that i was looking at that getting
1: five the falcons have quietly played well the last few times they're coming off a bye um we don't know how new orleans is gonna they look pretty crappy with Jameis, uh you know at the at the helm uh you know he'll breeze is obviously gonna be out so you know i i don't even know Like uh, to me minus five seems i think this game should be like a pick 'em with Jameis at quarterback you know I just think there's such value. Well, in the that. Saints
2: are home, so there's your three points. So that would yeah. be two points right on neutral. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fair. Um, but you know, Matty Ice, it's it's still a dome, and he's great in domes wherever it is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna to uh, Calvin Ridley back this year. Calvin Ridley, uh, Matt Ryan's thrown for over three hundred yards. guaranteed.
2: Not guaranteed. Not guaranteed, but it's the trending. Weird, weird injury. The midfoot
1: sprain is very... It's, an, it's a tough injury, but... Of course, yes. But as of now, he's trending towards playing. I um, hope so. We'll see. But every game this year that Calvin Ridley's played, Matt Ryan thrown him for 300 yards. So I, I, like the, I like the Falcons a lot. I, I think it could be I I don't know. I, I looked at the over-under on this, too. 51 is a little high. If it was like 48-49, I would have taken the over. Um, But... Yeah, I, I love the Falcons getting five points there. I think they're gonna come out looking great on offense. Um, out of the bye, uh, so yeah, that that's my five. Yeah, so I got Seahawks minus three, Bucks minus three and a half, Chiefs minus six and a half, Falcons plus five, and Packers Colts under fifty one.
0: Love it, love it, love it. Well. Those are all going to be winners. We're all going to go 5-0 this week. I feel good about it. All. I feel good
2: about it. I think everyone made smart picks, and I don't think that's always the case. And when I mean don't mean smart picks, I'm more talking about myself and, and, and when Dave picks the Packers every week, which he did not do this week. Uh,
1: they were in the consideration. Don't you worry.
0: <laughs> I, unfortunately, on Sunday did take the Packers, and that didn't quite work out, but... Had the Redskins
1: big and the Texans big. I actually guys. liked, I liked the, I liked the Bengals this week too. Plus one. I, Ooh, I, 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 was, I, I considered the it. The
2: thing that concerns me there is their line is, is terrible. And the yeah. D line of the Redskins is a problem. Yeah. That's, that's where I was actually leaning Redskins.
1: That's why I didn't touch. It, it was solely because yeah, of the Redskins the D line. There
2: for the, the talent's there for the Bengals. Yeah. Offensively with T Higgins. And, you know, they got talent Mixon might be back. Um, but the, the Redskins, uh, you know, they they got that line, so
1: it's a fair concern. That's why I I, orig- I had yeah, it. I, I'm not going to
2: touch that game. I don't think. This yeah, week. I I think that's a game I could see either way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would not be surprised if the Bengals played great and won that game by ten. But you know, yeah. you could also see be. it the other way, terrorizing Joe Burrow in the backfield. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah,
0: yep. But. <laughs> That is going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, We'll be back next week to discuss what happened with the draft, where James Harden's playing next year, because I had imagined that deal is going to be done by that time. And we'll recap Week 11 in the NFL and uh, talk our Week 12 pick. So we'll see you then.